0: Every week, it's my goal to share financial information that helps you in both your life and financial vineyard. We hope it takes you from your roots to the journey of your vines and the influences in the air that have helped craft your delicious life. Like wine, life and finances have different palettes that should be celebrated and not judged. Hi, podcast listeners, Amy Irvine here, CEO and founder of Rooted Planning Group. Welcome to this edition of Wine and Dime. Before we get started with this particular edition, I want to give a shout out to two wineries in the Finger Lakes region. As Brett and I started our last weekend before uh, our journey south, we visited two of our favorite wineries, Living Roots and Vice, both on the east side of Cuca Lake. Our two favorite wine picks from those wineries, from Vice, it was the Belle Bellefranckisch, and from living roots it was uh Brent's was the cab franc and mine was their sparkling red which is actually a blend of four different wines from the Adeline area or Adeline I'm, I'm probably pronouncing it incorrectly of Australia so if you're interested in those two wineries, hop on over to their websites. you can have very interesting wines shipped to you, a um, little bit of a shipping cost. I think Vice is like a $10 flat, maybe, or even $20. And um, to be honest with you, I am not sure of what Living Roots shipping fee is. But anyways, those were our two favorite picks from the Finger Lakes as I uh, record this last podcast in upstate New York of the year. For the rest of the year, I will be in sunny Florida. Well, speaking of sunny Florida, today's podcast is going to be talking about the sandwich. Yes. What do I mean by the sandwich? I'm not talking about something you eat. I'm talking about something that you actually might experience. When we talk about being sandwiched, it could be sandwiched between your parents and your children, or perhaps your parents and your job, depending on your particular lifestyle. One of the things that I'm hearing more and more from our our clients is that, you know, they're feeling torn about their time between all three of those potentially their kids, their job, and their parents. So what happens when you have to start what I call raising parents, it certainly takes an enormous amount of energy and emotional time to admit that your parents need your help and honestly, for your parents to admit that they need your help. So what if you're starting to notice that this is happening? Here's a few things that I would recommend that you think about doing. Number one, I would generate what's called a red file for your parents. This is something that we'll put in the show notes and something that we do with all of our clients. We suggest all of them have what, they, what we call a red file. In that red file, you're going to have a copy of the Social Security card. You're going to have location of any safety deposit keys. You're going to have a copy of a driver's license, passport, insurance cards. And for insurance, I'm talking home, health, auto, any life insurance policies and, and any long-term care policies if applicable. You're going to have a copy of the birth certificate, marriage certificate or do- divorce certificate. You're going to have a copy of any military forms, um, especially If they are retired military, or even if they were honorably discharged, they'll have some documentation. You want to have a copy of any vaccinations, including the COVID nineteen vaccinations, but any general vaccinations that have have happened might be things like perhaps they had a vaccination for um, shingles or something like that, pneumonia, anything like that. You'll want to have a notation of where car titles and mortgage papers are located and even the title for the home if they have it. And then you'll want to have a list, not necessarily the account numbers, but a list of banks, lawyers, doctors, insurance agents, any veterans benefits, prepaid or pre-planned funeral contracts. And we'll put this list in the show notes for you. And while you're at it, if you're creating it for your parents, create it for yourself at the same time. Why do we suggest that you create a red file? Well, one of the reasons you want that is if something happens to your parents, then You will be able to quickly grab this folder and be able to answer appropriate questions about your parents one of the other things that's really important to put in that red file is a list of any medications Um, i know i mentioned doctors before but any particular medications that your parents might be on again if you're especially if you're remotely trying to deal with any particular issues with your parents you really need to have that well, in today's world, often there are virtual meetings that can take place, but you need to know what's going on. And if your parents don't have any legal documentation, like a healthcare proxy or HIPAA agreement, make sure that they do that as well. I know this is, this is a very difficult conversation to have with your parents to get this information. But my thought was for the month of November, one of the things that I would do since a lot of families get together during that month, is talk about ways that you can approach this subject. So again, I know this is a very emotional topic to bring up, but it's a very important topic to bring up with both you and your your folks and your kids, potentially. The other big thing that I would say, and we're going to dig into this more in future podcasts, is to start thinking about, are your parents going to need your assistance either financially or are they going to need your assistance from a sense of time? And that sense of time may be a financial uh, commitment on your end, because if you need to take time off from work, if you need to travel, if you need to... Um, spend some time away from home, and therefore, you need to hire some folks to help at the home front. I think it's really important to start thinking about those sort of things. Make a list of the items that you know might come into play if you have to start caring for your parents. Now this may be something that you only do on a short-term basis in a couple of situations. Maybe they're having general surgery like a hip replacement or a shoulder replacement or you know potentially have some sort of knee surgery where you only need to help them on a temporary basis, but they're still the fact that you need to help them. Will your employer allow you to work remotely if you need to go and and be with them, whether they're local or not local? Will you need some additional care um, or assistance for uh, time brought into your somebody to bring into your home if your kids are relatively young and need to get to school or you know need some uh, daycare assistance during that period of time. Start writing down the first step that I always have clients do is start writing down all of these things that if their parents did need some sort of help, whether it's short term or long term, what would it actually look like? And I sort of look at things when I'm working with clients. I sort of look at things in two different ways, and it's the same way that you think about when you're thinking about business. Con- continuity is it a short term a long term or somewhere in the middle so start thinking about mapping out what if my parents need short term help what if my parents need a, a medium amount you know somewhere between uh, short and long and what if they need long term what would that look and my look like in my life our lives start mapping that out and then we can start putting dollar figures to those kinds of things. So again, it might not be that you're writing a check, you know, to provide care for them, but it might mean that it's costing you something and we need to start mapping that out. If you need to take time off from work, we need to look at things like family leave policies. What does your company say about family leave policy? How much time would you be able to take that's paid? How much time would you be able to take that's unpaid? And then if it's unpaid, What does that mean from a standpoint of your benefits, uh, you know, your health insurance, your retirement contributions, all of those sort of things? We also need to ask the question, what do your parents want? What kind of care do they want? Uh, do they want to start thinking about relocating into a smaller home that is set up for you know longer term ease of use? Do they want to start thinking about the socialization restrictions that they might experience if they need to, to have more care and can't take care of themselves or can't do some of the same things? Do they want to move into a continuing care retirement community would they prefer you know that that environment where they start living independently but you know more with their age and then if they need more care their care automatically gets moved up but within the same community so they have their same network they are not you know having to relocate and if one if they're married you know one spouse doesn't have to vacate the home while the other spouse um, needs full time care, or one spouse lives at home and has to take care of everything while the other one needs full time care, and that also is, you know, one thing that we talk a lot of a lot to our clients about is the caregiving spouse. If that's the situation, does need to be monitored and taken care of as well. Because if everything falls on them, then their health can take a toll, and they can you know, negatively be affected. So this is the starting point. And like I mentioned, you know, this is the time of year where a lot of families are getting together. so we feel it's a perfect time of the year to be having these sort of conversations. And the question might be, how in the world do I bring it up? Well, that's why we're here. And one of the ways that we tell our clients to bring it up is to say, No, mom and dad, my financial planner was asking me a bunch of questions about um you know parents and what it would look like if i need to take take care of parents and you know i honestly didn't have the answer and i'd love to talk to you guys about what are your wishes do you have a healthcare proxy do you have a power of attorney do you have a hipaa release can i have a copy of that so that i can have it on file what would your wishes be if you need some care so that i can build that into my plan so you're not asking them about the financial information you're asking them about how can i help and if they become very defensive about it Um, We understand that that's an area of stress for them. And, and certainly it happens from time to time. You can kind of ease into the conversation and say, I, you know, I didn't mean to upset you, but I just want to make sure that you're taken care of because I love you, you know, and that usually does bring down the the tension just a little bit. This is a very emotional time and discussion. If parents are starting to feel like they need care, they don't want to ask for it. And that sometimes feels like you're trying to take something away from them instead of you know trying to help them when in reality, you're trying to help them. The other conversation is to ask them about, and this is a really tough one, but to start thinking about when they can't drive anymore, what does that look like? And what are some of the triggers that are in place that you can agree upon now that would say, okay, you know what? You need to start taking Ubers or you need to start looking for resources. And again, we're going to dig into some of this in the future of what might be available. I know there was a lot thrown into this podcast in the few minutes, I guess it was about 10 minutes that I was talking about it. We are going to explore all of this in a bit more detail over the course of the next few weeks. We do have some resources available on our website if you're interested in in looking at, at some of those. And I will upload as part of the show notes that red file that I talked about. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. This is the group of people that we work with. We understand. And some of us are actually going through it or have gone through it already in our lives. So we can empathize with what stress this might be causing to you and could certainly talk you through it. As always, we appreciate you listening to this podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed it and we hope that you share it with friends. If you want more people to sh- to uh, actually find our podcast because you find it helpful, help pop on over to iTunes and rate us so that, like I said, more people like you can find us. And a shout out to TJ Meehan at Mian Media. We sure appreciate all the folk fixes that you've put in place when you're blending we couldn't do it without you thank you so much and that will about do it for today's episode of wine and Dine. you can contact amy through the website www.rootedpg.com or amy at rootedpg.com you can also follow us on facebook and instagram at rootedpg for the latest news and if you have any questions comments or topics you would like to hear about feel free to let us know don't forget to rate and subscribe the show wherever you get your podcasts. And again, thank you for listening and be sure to tune in next time. Today's episode of Wine and Dime is sponsored by Rooted Planning Group, a fee-only financial planning firm that believes life is about events, supported by your dollars and cents. And we want to help you achieve your goals. Hop on over to www.rootedpg.com to learn more about the services.